Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Episode 40, GDM, the podcast. You know what I'm saying, guys? We're back. We're back, we're back, we're back. And I managed to release a second episode in January. Honestly, I didn't think this was going to happen. But here we are. Here we are. We are currently two episodes down for the year, but that's fine. We will make it up. We will make it up. It's okay. It's a solo pod today since I'm in Birmingham. Um, Daniela is not here with me. Sad face. But I do have a banging pod episode here for you guys. You know, I had to ask you guys for, like, things you wanted advice on my Snapchat. And I am leading with one, which I thought was the best. I'm tying in other things that have happened over the last week, which is going to be very interesting. However, we're just going to get straight into it. We're just going to get straight into it. So Alicia sent me a response to the thing I posted on my Snapchat. And she wanted some advice on learning how to say no and listening to your intuition, right? So this is something huge. This is very big and very important, right? Learning how to say no is a skill that you actually very much need to have, especially now like in the spaces that we're in now. Like, especially when you get to uni, people are going to be asking you to do things all the time. They're going to be asking you to go out with them. They're going to be asking you to do this, do that, do this, do that. You have to be able to know what your boundaries are and you have to be able to enforce them. Because there's no point you knowing that you've got boundaries if you never enforce them. Like, if you're in your head and you're like, okay, well, I know for this month I don't want to drink. I don't want to go clubbing because I want to focus on whatever. If you know that within yourself, that's perfectly fine and dandy. But if someone comes up to you and they're like, oh, can you come out with me? Or we're going out, do you want to join us? And you say yes to that, or you actively don't say no to it, that's an issue. Because then what's the point of you setting the boundary? So I think with learning how to say no, it's always a two-part problem because you need to know what you're saying no to. Like you need to be able to identify where your boundary is. Where are you drawing the line in the sand that you're not going to cross, right? And then after that, you need to be actually able to stick to that. So it takes a lot of responsibility almost to yourself to say no, because you need to know what you want to say no to before you can say no to it, right? And obviously this is going to be difficult because as I said before, we're in new situations now with new people in new circles. Like Alicia's in a whole fucking new country. Like, come on now, this is ridiculous. So, you know, it, it takes time. And I say, don't ever, like, feel bad on yourself if you feel like you're not saying no enough. Because you, like, you can't just... Some people are very... How do I put this? Hmm. Some people are very, like, people pleasers. But, like, they don't know it. Like, within them, they always want to please people. They always want people to be happy with them. And I think that's perfectly fine as long as you're not overdoing it and you're always still putting yourself first. Because there's no point pleasing other people when you yourself are not happy. Because then, why why are you just giving all of your pleasure away? That makes no sense. That makes no sense. Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you do that to yourself? Do you know what I mean? So, if you want to be a people pleaser, that's perfectly fine, Dandy, but you need to put yourself first. Um, and the only way you can do that is by learning how to say no. Like, no, I'm not going to go out tonight because I want to have some time in with me, with myself, that is self-care. Do you know what I mean? No, I'm not going to not do this because I want to do this. 
being able to identify what you want to do is crucial in terms of like on your path towards like just getting to know yourself better. Um, you need to be able to set boundaries. Having said that, I would say definitely don't try and isolate yourself when you say no. Because I feel like a lot of the time people will take it to an extreme that like they'll be saying yes to everything. Then they're like, okay, I'm saying yes to too much. I need to not do nothing now. That's not what that means. You don't need to take that transition that harshly. It definitely doesn't need to work like that. However, I feel like there is a happy medium in which you definitely need to find yourself in. Just put your, put your foot there. Put your foot in the happy medium. By the way, guys, I am recording lying down on my bed, okay? We are back to the, to the roots of this podcast and the true essence of what it is. I'm back on my bed recording lying flat on my tum-tum, okay? This is, this is where we are right now. This is where we are. But, hey, this is what launched it all off. So if you've got a problem with it, guys, you ain't a true supporter, you ain't a true fan, you know what I'm saying? You ain't, you ain't been around since the beginning because everyone from the beginning knows what episode one was like, okay? I haven't listened to episode one since I released it. I have no clue what is in that episode, genuinely. It's literally titled Waffle. But anyway, that's a completely separate point. I think that's that for that segment. I don't think there's too much else to add to it. You just need to know how to set your boundaries, enforce them, right? And don't overdo it in either direction. Those are the three main points that I'm going to give you guys in terms of how to say no and then how to listen to your intuition. I say intuition is a lot harder because it's not something tangible. It's literally just a feeling. Um, so it's going to be a lot harder to listen to it because you don't even know if it's actually there in you or it's a result of like outside factors. Do you know what I mean? So intuition is something where you, you can only ever learn how to trust your intuition if you learn how to trust yourself if you learn how to trust your judgment of situations you learn how to trust that you want the best for yourself um and what you want for yourself is the best thing for yourself because you can want something for yourself and it doesn't it's not good for you it doesn't help you it doesn't benefit you but being able to do that i think is very important Love Island, Love Island, oh, Love Island, what is going on on Love Island? Right, guys, Love Island, Winter Love Island is here, right? And it started, like, this is week, we're going into week three, right? Yeah, okay, I'm recording this on Sunday at 4 p.m., so before Sunday's episode, right? And I'm not even gonna lie to you guys. Did I forget what happened in the last episode? Yes, but I have some notes in my notes section, as I always do. So, I have some Love Island predictions. If you don't watch Love Island, I'm sorry, but just just skip ahead. Just skip to fifth, like five minutes ahead until I'm not talking about it again. Probably won't even be talking about it for five minutes. But anyway, I think, me personally, Lana is gonna leave Ron. They're going to get back together. They're going to have some time together. But I think Lana leaves Ron. Whether that's because of Ron being a dickhead or Lana falls in love with another guy, I don't know. But I feel like Lana's going to leave Ron. What is my evidence of this? What is my basis of this? Absolutely nothing. Just just a feeling. I think Olivia and Tom will inevitably be together once the public votes Zara off. Because I feel like Zara's doing too much. Me personally, she's not doing too much for me personally. I like the drama. But Fiat 500 Twitter, I ain't going to like the drama. So... They're going to vote her off eventually. And Olivia and Tom will be together. I don't know. And then recently, right? Okay, so I need to talk about Will. Will on day one pissed me off. He always opening his mouth, 
to everyone. Just shut up, okay? I don't know why I was talking so much. Don't know why he was talking so much. But he's grown on me. He's grown on me. He is now my young king. And he's found his nice, gorgeous Australian babe, Jesse. And I was expressing this love for this couple on my on my story yesterday, right? So many people, I think it was like I think it was like seven, eight, nine people popped up to that. They're like, nah, Jesse, Jesse's not all that. Jesse, Jesse's gonna finesse him. Get Jesse, Jesse's a bitch. She she playing a game. Or they're cute if Jesse's being real. Guys, what has Jesse done to you? I'm not saying she will not she's not gonna finesse Will, but she ain't showing no signs of it yet. So where's where, where where's this coming from? Where are you getting this feeling from? Hmm? Come on now. Come on now. Until then, respect the Rizmeister will. Because you're not seeing what this man has done. Okay? He has gripped the hearts of everyone in that villa. Everyone loves him. He has secured his future on that villa pretty much until the end of it. And unless he's voted out, which I don't see happening. Unless he does a mazzoline. And I don't think he's gonna do a mazzoline because I don't think he's got the confidence for that. But then again, We've seen what the nice guys have done on Love Island in years gone by. The quote-unquote nice guys are always the ones who do their man dirty. You see what Curtis did with Amy? He just wanted to go make everyone a cup of tea in the morning. He didn't even try and cuddle waddle with his babes. You know what I'm saying? Confidence does crazy things to guys. So I don't know. Will is on fraud watch, but he's also my young king. Um, so my prediction for that, Jesse's either going to finesse Will or they win it all. There's no in-between. Okay, um, who else do I have opinions on? Shaq and Tanya. Everyone's talking about them like they're the strongest couple in the villa, guys. Shaq will finesse and swindle, windle Tanya to the max. I swear to God, I swear to God, I'm waiting for it. Shaq is a live wire. How is week two? Bro's mentioning love in recouplings. Come on now, that's too eager. Come on now. People people haven't got Love Island experience. When someone does that, they are going to run away from that partner. I'm telling you. There's, there's nothing else. Nothing else is even an op like it's nothing else even an option. Where the fuck is Maya Jama? Where the fuck is she? Where is she? There've been like four recouplings. I've not seen her once. I have not seen Maya since day one. I know. That this is in South Africa, it's not in, in Spain, so you can't just fly them out on a cheap Ryanair flight. I understand, I get that, right? But all of these texts, I want to see Maya Jama looking fine on my screen. That's the whole point of Maya being the host. So people can look at her and uh, admire her doing her job amazingly well whilst looking amazingly well doing it. Let her cook. Don't take away her utensils. Don't kick her out the kitchen and lock the door. Damn. Don't keep her in a different country. Let the motherfucker go shopping, buy the ingredients, prep, and cook. Let her serve looks. Let her eat them up. You know what I'm saying? Let Maya cook. You know what I'm saying? Free Maya 2023. Because where is she? They're looking her up. They're holding her hostage. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it because I want to see my babes, me personally. I want to see Majama. I want to see Majama. <sighs> anyway, that's it for the Love Island predictions um, and my complaints about the series. Is it? No, it's not. I didn't speak about Olivia. Olivia's a bitch. She's a bitch. That's my opinion on her. She's a bitch. 
why are you just crying every two seconds? She'll cause the drama, then she's stunned when Zara retaliates to the drama. Does Zara overdo it sometimes with her retaliations? Yes, but she wouldn't have to retaliate if Olivia never had to instigate. Oh, that was a bar. Shit, now I'm spitting. I'm putting through. Damn. Shit. Okay, anyway. Like, Olivia's a bitch. Who else have we got in that villa? Hey, that the, the, the Australian guy, Aaron? He's a bit boring. I don't, I don't know what he's doing with his life. Um, Stephen, is he the one who's with Olivia now? Same thing with him. I don't, he's a bit of a posh boy. Don't really care for him like that, to be honest. Kai and Tanya. I think Kai is very, very one-dimensional. I don't understand what Tanya is doing with him because Tanya deserves a, 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 an amazing baby like me. Kai is not doing it. Okay, Kai is not him. He's not that guy. Maybe looks wise, personality wise, I don't, I really don't see it. Furthermore, why is his lips always sunburnt? Get this man some Vaseline, please, guys, please. Oh my gosh! And why are all of the dates like two minutes long? Anyway, this I'm not going to start complaining about Love Island. I can't. I can't. This is going to be a very short pod, by the way, because I actually don't really have anything to talk about. But I'm not going to turn this into a Love Island hating pod. I don't think that's necessary. So, I think that's that for this segment, guys. On to the next one. Guys, I wanted to chat about why so many big music artists, or at least you can make the argument, that they're falling off. Not saying that they're bad, but as in, like, their impact on, on the streets is declining, it's waning. Why is that? Why is that happening? Like... I'd say this is most clearly proven by Drake last year. Drake obviously is still a very good artist, okay? Let me just get that off. However, his impact is nowhere near the impact of his prime. Bear in mind his prime was, what, like five years ago? So it's not just him either, because if you want to go into rap, you look at people like Lil Baby and be a young boy. People are saying motherfuckers are falling off, even arguably A Boogie. A Boogie's last album didn't hit the streets like A Boogie's albums before. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. What is going on, guys? What is causing this? What is causing this dilation? Dilation? Dilution, sorry. Of the impact of music on the streets. If you want to take it even wider. Taylor Swift right now, of course, her numbers are peaking. They're very high, right? But the impact of her songs, like... When I talk about the impact of music on the streets, I'm talking about how we, we were gripped by music in our childhoods, right? When a song was out and it was the song, everyone was singing it, right? Now people are just singing TikTok sounds, right? And this is not me hating on TikTok. Let me, let me land. Let me land the plane here, right? So I think the reason why it could be argued that so many big artists are falling off right now is one, because there's so much more music now than there was, say, five, ten years ago, that by essence of there being so much more option, like people are going to things that are more tailor-made for them and not necessarily relying on what is popular in the streets because you don't need to be reliant on that anymore, okay? Everyone can ideally curate their music taste to their own personal preference now and any personal preference is being catered towards, you know what I mean? So I feel like just by way of having a bigger variety of music to choose from, People are less, you know, less reliant 
on those big artists for something to give them. And as a result, the streets ain't as grips no more by one singular artist. As in, the impact of music, the impact of one person's music on the masses has decreased as a result of that. But the impact of music as a whole has increased, especially the impact of music on an individual has increased. Because as I said, everyone has an opportunity to curate their music taste to things that they like themselves, right? And I think this is really important because obviously I love me my music. I love me my music, okay? Music is very important to me. Very, very important to me. And I've been scouting for my February playlist, right? And I was I was just thinking, I was just like, all right, like whenever you do some music scouting, like now, everything in terms from the big names, it feels very flat. It feels very, it feels very stagnant. No one's really doing anything, pushing anything out of the, like no one's pushing anything new. And I think the closest we got to to the streets being gripped by something was when Metro Booming released his album. I think that's the, the, the peakest we've got in terms of like in rap at least. Um, because I don't know, I like even um, Drake's album with Tony on. I don't think that gripped the streets. Not, like it was it, like people were talking about it, but I don't think gripped the streets. I think now still to this day, people are still talking about that Metro album, which I think is the closest thing that we've got now. But still, still, I just wanted to talk about that because I had that thought whilst I was smoking yesterday. Oh my God, I need to talk about smoking such yesterday. So basically, guys, I spent like yesterday evening with Yusra and we've been friends for a while in it but we never met in real life she goes to Birmingham like the University of Birmingham as well so I was just like okay well why are we friends but we haven't met when we're in this we go to the same uni she literally has texted me as well being like I think I saw I've seen you on campus but because I had my headphones in didn't hurt her but she called out for me but anyway so I was like we need to remedy this situation and me and Yusra, like, had a little Mimi night, a little therapy session. It was so fun. So fun. What an icon. She got a podcast shout out first time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What an icon. But anyway, after I walk her back home, I come back and I'm watching the Celtics versus the Lakers, right? The Lakers were rubbed. Okay? The referees made a disastrous call. It was definitely a foul on LeBron James on the final possession of the game. So the game went to overtime because the foul was not called. Celtics won because of Daddy Pig, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown absolutely dogged them, boys. I go on Twitter. Lakers fans are crying. Apparently, they've been robbed the last four games. I don't care for the Lakers like that. So I don't know. Don't care. But shit was just funny. LeBron was on the floor crying like he just lost the finals. Bro, your 13th seed in the West, you just lost a title contender. I promise you it's not that deep. It's not that deep. I promise you it's not that deep. But anyway, after this game, after the euphoria of that game, the drama of it all, I go have my spliff. This is at like 4.30 a.m. now because the game started late and it went to overtime, which they always do. It's always the late games that go to overtime for no fucking reason. But anyway, after that, I have my spliff and I'm just like, oof, feeling nice and I nice and cushy watching. Let's keep it a buck with it. Furthermore, guys, please go and listen to watch that podcast. You need to go listen to it slash watch it. Preferably watch it. Do definitely watch it. Don't listen to it. There's so much stuff that you need to see with your own eyes, not just your ears. But anyway, go support that podcast because I swear to God, that's content. They're podding for real. They're podding for real. But anyway, 
So I'm doing that. I'm calm. High as fuck. So normally what I do in the middle of my smoke sessions, I switch from the podcast and start listening to some music, especially when I feel that I'm high because when you're high, music just hits. As I said, I love me some music. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? So I do that. Do as so. And I don't know what hit, but I just got the biggest wave of narcissism. Like, I was just in the mirror, and I looked wham. I looked amazing. I looked gorgeous. And guys, now, I'm sorry, it has started. And you'll never, ever not hear it from me again. I am him. I am the goat. I am amazing. That's all that, that's all that there is to life. That's all you need to know, to be honest. That's all you need to know. But anyway, that's it for this segment. I just wanted to tell you guys, I just had an amazing night last night. That's it. <laughs> that's literally it. Oh, my God. I just wanted to talk about this whole gym trend that's happening right now, guys, of um, girls recording guys looking at them at the gym, right? When these videos first started happening, they were odd. Like, the men in the videos were weird. Like, they were doing mazzling. And it definitely happens. But I'm sorry. The way that it's going now, it's, it's too much, guys. It's too much. Some will look over literally for, like, half a second they're not doing anything presumably because they're waiting to use that piece of equipment that the the girl's on recording right and the girl will be like nah why he's staring though i he i'm sorry you're in a public place people are gonna look at you like i like that's just that's just how it is that's just how it is that's just how public the, the public works when you're in public spaces people are gonna look at you if you're not ready to deal with that stay at home stay at home like, because really and truly, really and truly, guys, the the truth is somewhere in the middle. But where this trend is taking us, people want people to be blindfolded at gyms. This shit is crazy. This shit is too, too crazy. I can't do it, okay? Can't do it no more. Stop it. Stop this behavior. It's very dumb. It's very stupid. Furthermore, Akon, stop podding. I don't know if you guys have seen the Akon clip. Akon was basically saying that <laughs> Akon said, Akon said, right? He said, women aren't even the creators of life. They support the creation of life. That's what he said. That's what he was cooking. And it's hasted shit because he's chatting shit. Okay? What the fuck, bruv? His argument was, ah, oh, women are the incubators for birth because men are the ones that really, really allow the creation of life. Men can make babies without a woman. But this is what he's an example. This is all what he's saying, by the way. This is my opinion, okay? He's saying that if he wanted to have a baby right now, he could shoot his sperm, quote, shoot his sperm into an incubator, and then that is sent off to a facility, and within... Nine months, less than nine months, again, quote, with today's technology. Yeah, a baby is born. Is this baby being born inside a horse? Because I'm sorry, it sounds like he needed a woman for that baby to be born. Sorry, first of all. Second of all, I don't know what is going on with everyone deciding to be Red Pill now. Guys, stop it. Akon, you didn't need to do this. You have a legacy to protect. Why are you getting on podcasts? Why are people talking so much? Why? Why? Just shut up. Everyone just shush. Go home. 
go back to basics and just do what you need to do. Do what your life calling in life was, okay? Everyone just go back to doing what you were doing like five years ago. Okay? Please. Stop talking. This is for celebrities, by the way. Normal people do what you want. But celebrities, you have things to lose. You can't just be out here talking willy-nilly. Especially people like this, brev. Like, music artists, when they get themselves cancelled, it's so annoying because people attach music to memories. People attach eras to music. So music literally is like a recount of people's lives. And when music artists do fuck shit and you can't listen to them anymore. I'm not saying that Akon's cancelled over this. It is crazy what he said, but I don't think it's cancelable. It's kind of just ill. But like when people do get themselves cancelled, it's just very selfish. Think about the people that listen to you, that love you and adore you. Think about how much time they spent listening to your music. If you get yourself cancelled, think about how much music they're going to miss out on or lose because you decided to talk too much. Furthermore, Kanye slapping paparazzi. Like, stop. Everyone just stop. Guys, please stop. God. God. Anyway, February is going to be really shit, by the way, as well, because it's going to get really cold out of nowhere. That's just what, that's what February does every single year. It gets cold. Just letting you guys know. Be prepared, okay? That's it. That's it. And that is all for today, guys. Thank you for joining me today on this episode, episode 40. Milestone, I guess. 10 more till 50. Anyway, guys, yeah, I've got some guests lined up for the February episode. It's going to be very fun, very fresh, very excited to... (laughs) produce that content for you guys um don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend guys share share the podcast post it everywhere tell everyone to listen to it go ahead please you know you want to because you will be rewarded in ways that only i can provide you with Mm, shit. the universe works for me guys i can make it work for you too okay until next time guys don't die don't commit suicides and peace